millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. Gay, straight, black, white. Hey everybody, welcome back to Spermcast. Well, I've debated whether or not to say something at the beginning of this episode or not, and I think I've decided, I mean, clearly because I'm talking about it, I have decided to give you just a little bit of a heads up. The first half of this episode, without giving too much away, is, it's not super easy to listen to. I just want to warn you, in case you've been through something in the past Anyway, if you're, yeah, if you just want to skip ahead, go to Minute 26, where we interview Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins about being child-free by choice, and it's just a super fun, ridiculous, good time. All right, so let's get to it. Here I am, last week, Wednesday. Note to self, I don't feel pregnant, and now I've lost three pounds. (laughs) Yes, I'm eating very well, I'm not having any sweets and exercising all the time, but it makes me feel weird. Also, I stopped taking my basal body temperature because the other day it was only 90, yesterday it was only 97.1 and uh, that freaked me out and my appointment isn't for another, what, five days and I don't want to spend the next five days thinking I'm not pregnant and I'm scared that if I take my temperature it's going to be lower than it was on Tuesday, yesterday. So that's where I'm at right now. I just wish I was nauseous or something, which is the worst. Oh, I don't want to be nauseous, but I just wish I had some sign. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel like I'm having a surge of hormones. Um, I've got plenty of energy. Fuck, man. I feel great. (laughs) Physically. Okay, note to self, over. Last week... Thursday. Hey. It's 4 a.m. I'm just thinking for my listeners, for everybody, the feeling I'm having going towards Monday when I have this ultrasound, Amanda will be there. And it feels like it feels as unknown as taking a home pregnancy test or as going in for this blood work. It doesn't feel, just feels like it could have any outcome. Yeah, also had night sweats tonight. Again, under my big heavy comforter because it was colder out. Now I've got in my head that like maybe night sweats raise my body temperature and that's terrible for the baby. And so maybe You know, if I don't have a positive outcome on Monday for the ultrasound, then 
it'll be because I got too hot at night all those nights. I mean, I definitely had night sweats several, several times in the last two weeks. I don't know. All right, I'll figure it out. Try to go back to bed now. Bye-bye. Yesterday, Monday morning, in Amanda's car outside the fertility clinic. So how are you feeling? Hi, okay, so yeah, I'm just trying to, I feel, it's just so weird how healthy I feel. You do feel healthy. Yeah. I thought you were feeling sick. Oh, well, I mean, there's the heartburn situation, but yeah. I'm not, the, the heartburn actually is is better than I thought it was going to be. So what's shocking to you about feeling healthy? You, you that I have no pregnancy signs. Oh, you think that's a bad thing? I don't know. It's so early, Molly. I know. It's so early. People sometimes don't even have early pregnancy signs I at know. all. I know. I know. Well, we'll find out in We're a minute. We're going to find out, But yeah. that's the thing. That's It's just so weird. I don't, I feel, I feel like it's going to be a good outcome, but I'm like prepared for a... A, a negative outcome. So is this how most women find out if they're no longer pregnant this early on? Like they'll come in for their first ultrasound? I don't know. Maybe we should ask him. Um, I, I'm just curious because I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting if like so many women miscarry and then you would, how would you know, you know, unless you're taking pregnancy Well, you would get tests. your period. You'd get your period. And you haven't gotten your period. No. But you can still have all the stuff going on down there, but have no embryo. No. Oh, it's like, so well, weird. which has happened to a couple of people I know. Or had a miscarriage at six weeks, but or seven weeks, but not know until you get your 12-week or 13-week. Like, because the baby will not grow past a certain point I or something. See. And so how many weeks would you be right now? Six weeks, five wow, days. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, my God. And here's the other thing that makes uh -huh. me nervous. Yeah. I want a big part of me wants to record while we're while he does the thing because mm -hmm. it was so fun when he did it for my um, follicles when he counted my follicles and it was such a good moment. But also that's a very it's like uh, I don't want it to be recorded if it's not good. Yeah. But then also why do I want to my I feel like my listeners are all my partner. I know that sounds, it sounds lame uh, and cheesy, but no, no, I get it. But I, what if I, if what I'm trying to do is normalize this whole experience, then I sh then I feel like I should be an example. And your car does have banana peels in it. I know it, it smells weird, right? <laughs> I know. Listen, and there's a whole bag of banana peels. Down wow. There. Sorry, I <laughs> just interrupted myself because Amanda told me the other day that. And then we went off the rails for a while on banana peels. But by the time we got back to the conversation about whether or not to record, the recording on my phone had stopped. But basically, we had been debating whether or not to record the ultrasound and came to the conclusion that we should, regardless of the outcome. Not because I want it for the podcast, but because I want to share this journey with people and show you what the experience is really like. So we agreed I would do the audio, just press record on my phone and put it to the side, and Amanda would record the ultrasound monitor from behind my back so that I couldn't see and so that I wasn't distracted by that. So here we are in the ultrasound room. Uh, my, my lower half of my body is under a big old piece of paper. <laughs> Amanda's sitting behind me. Dr. Kaling comes in, and he says, so this is good. What's good? Oh, this? Yeah. Well, I'm scared. Oh, of course you are. I mean, it would be weird if you weren't. Oh, I guess so. But this is, uh, I 
mean, this is this is where we want to be right now. Yeah. Wait, so what are the dates? So what, when do you think you ovulated? Where have you just working on? Oh gosh, it's been a while since I looked at that, but I think uh, technically I'm six weeks, five days if you go from the first day of the last period. But right. I'll find out right now. Ovulated February twenty first. All right. So if you ovulated February twenty first, when was your first day of your last period? I closed the calendar. Oh, <laughs> okay, right. the eighth, the eighth. The eighth. Okay, so this actually puts you a, a day sooner than that. So if you're ovulating on the twenty-first, we're calling that two weeks. Okay. So um, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four. Cool. Okay, but why does everybody say to tell say it from the? Because most people don't know when they ovulate. It's more fun to say <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, to it's, be clear, right here, he is saying that I'm actually four plus weeks, not six plus weeks. Technically, the day you ovulate is the day we, we consider conception to occur. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then everybody says the other thing. Because most people aren't able to, like, be as precise as we are. So right uh, now, then, you wouldn't expect to, to... Right now, I expect to hopefully see something in your uterus. Like me too. Like a little sack. I hope so. Um, and then there's some things we hope to see inside of that sack too. So you wouldn't expect to hear a heartbeat then? Um, I would like to. We often do. We don't always. But let's, I see. let's be let's focus here. Okay, let's focus. So here is the uterus. Okay. okay. Inside of the uterus, we see this dark circle here. So that is the gestational sack. Okay. So that's good. So that's in the uterus. That's where it needs to be. Now, let's zoom in on that. We're going to see if we see anything inside of it at this point. In case you didn't hear that, he said, we're going to see if we see anything inside of it at this point. So the, the first charge that forms is <clears throat> something called the yolk sac, which is like a little circle. On the monitor, Amanda and I can just see this black oblong shape. That's the gestational sac, and Dr. Kalin is using the wand to look at it from every angle. He wants to see um, a smaller, little, hollow, white circle inside. That's the yolk sac. I'm just looking kind of at every angle here. Just kind yeah. Of okay. I'll be okay if it's not, if there's nothing there. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just going to see everything. So I'm not clearly seeing anything like a yolk sac or anything like okay. that. So now that means a couple of things. Yeah. Or potentially means a couple of things. Um, it can mean that it is simply, despite um, our discussion about dates just now, it's simply early. That's why mm -hmm. it, this is growing appropriately, but it's just early. Mm -hmm. um, or... During this time, he is still looking for the yolk sac, probing around in there. Amanda did record video of the ultrasound screen, so if you want to see some of that, it is on the Patreon. Um, or there's quite a bit of 
variation within human physiology. And maybe this one is just growing more slowly. In case you didn't hear that, he said there's also quite a bit of variation within human physiology, and maybe this one's just growing a little bit more slowly. All right. So why don't you get dressed? We'll talk over. Okay. Thank you. Then I got dressed, and Amanda and I met Dr. Kalin in his office. So what we have is we have a sac in the uterus. Okay. Yes. That's good. There needs to be a sac in the uterus in order to have a for a. a an embryo to become a baby. Um, it's like the first step. But then there's a lot of steps after that that need to occur. So um, after the sac forms, and they call the yolk sac forms, and then, which is like this little round circle inside of the sac. Mm-hmm. And then after the yolk sac, we see what's called the fetal pole. Mm-hmm. And the pole is actually what will become the baby. All is the other the stuff. the neural tube, or is that something? The neural tube is kind of like part of the fetal pole, mm-hmm. but this is like, that's what becomes baby. Everything else kind of becomes placenta. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's kind of easier for like, say, the placenta to form than the baby to form. Mm-hmm. So right now what we have is the sac, but I don't see the yolk sac and I don't see the pole. Yeah. And that would be the order. Normally we do see the yolk sac and oftentimes the, the fetal pole at this stage. Yeah. So this means one of a few things. One, that our dates are off. Probably not. Probably not, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, two, that this is just different. The, the way that this embryo is de- developing is different than where we are at average, and that mm-hmm. can certainly happen. You, you can't know that, and that, in fact, this is the right gestational age, but it's you know a week behind or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And then third, that this is a pregnancy that's forming that, that's, that has stopped growing, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that it got to a certain stage, and then it just couldn't keep on progressing. And why would that happen? Oh, because in case, maybe if there was any chromosomal abnormality, okay, that kind of situation. Right. That's, that's the most common cause, is that okay. the chromosomes aren't kind of perfect. Right. And it's a little bit simpler to make the placenta, but not the rest of the other yeah. kind of parts. Okay. So what we do right now is we kind of just watch. Yeah. We like usually wait for a week and then we come back and see how things are looking. Okay. It's important to kind of have the appropriate expectations, you know, and I, yeah. and I think you do. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hope for the very best, but kind of, you know, sort of prepare that it may not work out that way. We're like yeah. very cautious about it. Um, yeah. There's nothing dangerous about this. It's, it's in your uterus. It's not an ectopic pregnancy. That's where checking yeah, your ovaries really carefully. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that sperm and egg came together and fertilized and implanted. That's good. We just don't know how much further this is going to go. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, as for an average woman at 40, you would say that maybe 29, 30% of women have miscarriages, blah, blah, whatever numbers you want to, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Are there numbers for not seeing the yolk? Is, yeah, I mean. Should I think more like 50, 60%? Yeah, it's, I mean. 70, 80 I think that when we have when we have good dates, the likelihood of this kind of resulting in a live birth is is I'll, I'll say under thirty percent. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that's a, a safe way to kind of set there, like yeah, yeah, Something like that. So, you know, but it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of variables and like. Yeah. You know, this wasn't IVF. I don't know exactly when the embryo got into your body, when you ovulated, when the sperm fertilized it. So we can have some variations. Yeah. So I think we're just going to have to watch. Yeah. Um, I then asked him if we should do a blood test to test my HCG to see if my numbers were still doubling. And he said he doesn't usually 
do HCG tests at this point because the placenta is actually what's creating the HCG to begin with and not the embryo, so it wouldn't really tell us anything about the embryo. And the other uh, question I have is, um, does the fact that I don't feel any pregnancy symptoms mm -hmm. mean anything? Not really. It's just different for everybody. Yeah. So um, some people feel like lots of stuff really early and some people don't feel anything. So if you had been feeling a lot before and then they just stopped, mm -hmm. that would be pretty indicative of something. But the fact that you didn't feel anything is just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Do so, you have any other questions? So we'll cut, you'll come back in a week. Yeah. Do another one of those. Yeah. And then we'll see. And then you'll kind of know for sure if it's still the same, then you know it hasn't Exactly, gone. exactly. And, and essentially in, in a week, we should we need to see like big changes for there to be anything. And then if it's the same in a week, does, what does that mean? It means it's, you've basically had a miscarriage? No, no. And then or? we essentially, then at that point we can say, we have a few options where we could essentially like, might say, let's wait another week and see what happens and see if it just kind of comes out on its own. Or we say, do I have you on progesterone right now? Yes. Okay. So at that point, we would stop the progesterone as well. Mm -hmm. um, or we could talk about a DNC, or we talk about some medicine Ooh. that could kind of like evoke it. But the DNC is when they go in there and scrape it out. Ah, yes. We surgically evacuate the <laughs> yeah, uterine you cavity. Yeah, the word scrape. <laughs> um, I see, because you can't begin trying again while that remains. Oh, right. that's interesting. But you know what? I will say it's really fun to not have my period. <laughs> I got it. Maybe you want to just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in there and it won't stay. <laughs> All right. So listen, I mean, there's definitely good that comes of this. That yeah. you're you are pregnant. You know, Egg and sperm came together, implanted. That's all great. Yeah. Um, regardless of kind of how this goes forward, those are those are critical steps that have to happen in order for us to have a baby. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know if this is going to go all the way to where it needs to go, but it, at least it started, and that's that's something. Okay. Do you think it's not? Do I think do it's not? Do you not want to answer that question? It's okay if you don't want to answer that question. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's not a matter of like, what do I think? I mean, it's. I mean, do you think? Well, it's okay. It's, There's a couple of things. Silly so for me to hold on to any hope. No, I never think it's silly to hold on to any hope. Um, I think it's. It's a fine line because I, I, I think that hope is useful and, 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 um, and can be beneficial and I, I believe in it. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, but I also want appropriate expectations. So, I mean, you know, I find that even with numbers, it doesn't really necessarily convey a message. And the truth of the matter is none of them really matter at all. What's going to happen? What's happening with you is what's going to happen with you, whether the chance is zero point one percent or ninety nine point nine nine percent. Those chances are not going to change what the die has been cast, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, I think that um, it's it's less likely that this is going to become a baby than more likely for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. I would I would be very pleasantly surprised if we look next week and we see something happening. Okay. I think that mentally we should be prepared that, that it may not. Yeah. With that being said, we're not going to change anything that we're doing until we kind of see what's happening. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>
Sure. All right, so um, let's just continue the medicine. I'll see you in a week, and we'll see where we get. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Do you have any questions? No, I'm all good. Thank you. It's good to have support. It's good to have two years, or four years, rather, I guess. Yes. I have two sets of years. I have, like, a thousand yeah, she's got a lot of money downloads. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you're <laughs> yes. All right, guys, very good. Thank All right, you. good to see you. You too. Um, shit. Damn, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Um, <sighs> well, listen, it's like, like he said, he would be pleasantly very surprised. Pe- very pleasantly Is surprised. that what he said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just... I mean, but you, I think we're going down. Oh. <laughs> you want to go to the roof, jump off? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's not what you hope for, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, are you okay? I am, I mean... You were kind of... I wasn't like, expecting this. You weren't expecting this? Yeah. Yeah. But I was aware that that was a possibility. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess you have to think about, I mean, I have to think about um, starting off in a precarious state. Is that baby going to be strong if it does Yeah. get past? I mean, if it can make it, if it can make it, I feel like, yeah, right? I mean, there's, I mean, it's like there's nothing there. There's nothing there. I mean, it was, I took there's video no baby. of it. It was just a black It's fucking crazy. But I think what he's saying is true. I mean, if this works, that's amazing. That's wonderful. I mean, that would have made this process, like, really smooth. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work this time, it's just, like, it's going to have some ups and downs, and that's okay, too. And we also just don't, we don't know. Maybe we will be all be pleasantly surprised next week. And maybe we will. What's interesting and what I didn't really expect is that if it's the same next week, then there's next steps to be taken as far as, like, expelling the pregnant, the, yeah. the non-pregnancy. Yeah. That's, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it can, it can, you can lose it on its own. It just takes time. And you don't have, you don't want to wait. I probably wouldn't want to wait, but I wouldn't do a DNC. I, I feel like there's medications yeah. that um, would make that happen before doing a DNC. Yeah. But I guess stopping the progesterone would also... I don't know, man. We'll find out. But yeah, I mean... So Amanda and I parted ways. I got in my car. I called my mom and dad and Karen and Jessica, who were all waiting by their phones to hear the results. And um, that's it. I am trying to remain hopeful, but also allowing myself to experience my feelings. For instance, here I am last night trying to record for this podcast, but mm, not getting through it very well. Well, hours and hours have gone by, and I've had some ups and downs since uh, recording with Amanda. In fact, I went over to Amanda's house to record an audition with her that she and I both had. She was auditioning for the young girl in her 20s, late 20s, and I was auditioning for the the wizard professor in her 40s or 50s. (laughs) 
But um, anyway, I'm feeling emotional now. If I'm not pregnant right now, if I if this does not turn out to be a viable pregnancy, then I have to wait till I miscarry, and then I have to wait till I ovulate again, and then I'll be doing IUI because I don't want to do any more waiting. And then who knows what the chances are, you know? What if it's another four months? And at this point, I'm at this point, it's been about six months since I started trying, so. Wrong. It's been four months exactly since I started trying. I don't know where I got that math. But look, I woke up this morning feeling a little bit better. And here's why. Let's see, I wrote something down. Ah, uh, yes. I wrote, I do feel like there's a soul just waiting for a body. I feel like I am connected to a soul out there. We've been barreling towards each other through the universe, and now my baby's just waiting patiently for the right little body to slip into so that we can finally be together. If this little shell inside of me isn't the shell that my baby is going to end up in, that's okay. My baby's here, just waiting for the right little body. And my baby's so much wiser than me, and is like, it's okay, Mom, we're going to be together soon. <laughs> like my baby is here ready to go just trying on different you know outfits <laughs> wow I got myself sad <laughs> oh shit but really I'm okay Okay, look, we're going to have to do a major shift right now and get in a really good mood because the second half of this podcast is just a fun, raucous interview that has nothing to do with any of this stuff because it was before I knew any of it, okay? So let's just have a good time. Hold on, let me get some party music on. Shake it off, everybody. Shake it off. Woo! We've got Janie Haddad Tompkins and Paul F. Tompkins. They are child free and that's the way to be if you're them because that's exactly what they've always wanted. That's not what I want, as you know, because this show's about me finding sperm and all that stuff. So anyway, Okay, we good? We ready to go? We're gonna have fun, okay? Let's do it. So we're here with Amanda. Most importantly. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> Nothing new to report on my end, so. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> and we have special guest, Paul F. Tompkins. Hi. And Janie Haddad Tompkins. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yes. And they are married and they don't have any kids. And I just learned <laughs> that they're officially, what are you again? Childless by, let's all say it together. Child, child, child free. Child free, free by, by choice. choice. Child free by choice. CBC. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. CBC. Well, you know, <laughs> CBC. <laughs> CFBC. CFBC. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. child-free two I, words? Mm. I think it's I capital it C in child, capital F in free, all one word. What? We're like a band. Then by choice is like hyphenated. Band. 
Ew. Yeah, we're okay, like a band. Back to okay. this okay. Um, single. No, you're not single. You are a childless. <laughs> child, child, child free. free. Child free by choice. By child choice. free by, by choice. choice. You are a child free, child free couple by choice. Right. And you definitely are my first child free couple by choice on the podcast. No way. I've had plenty of single people uh, being mm. child free by choice, but mm. never a couple. And what's interesting is that I didn't um, ask you directly if you were, because I don't know if it's a rude question or not, because mm. I don't know. So, it's tricky, right? Yeah. yeah. People don't know if, I don't know. There's a lot, there could be a lot of backstory to whether a couple has kids or doesn't. Oh, yeah. most definitely. I would, I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I feel like that's, that's a, a territory that's so personal. You don't yeah. want to like, but just I, I feel like it's only become, <clears throat> become socially, thought of as person as a personal question in a very recent amount of time really? oh really yeah well, you don't I, think it's always been rude i'm just curious rude i so think it's rude. well no no no. i think it's i think <laughs> okay, it's always been rude. It been rude i'm glad i didn't ask i, I, I do think it's always been rude but i don't think we have we have seen viewed it as rude until recently because it was just expected of people or it was like and people suffered secretly if they had um, sort of, you if know, tragi tragedy. Well, well there's tragedy. that too. There's yeah. that too. That was probably they the only reason with it. you wouldn't ask someone. Yes. But I think that now it's a rude question because it's, it's, there's a presumption there, you know, of either you're going to have kids one day or you can't, or you can't have kids one day, yes. you know, but I think now wouldn't it be less, uh, rude that because people are more accepting of all of those possible options, I, yeah, you would think, but I think I it's the way know. people ask it. I think so, the people yeah. ask it in a presumptive way. You know? I think it's it, it can be... Well, I, wait, hold on a second. Which question are we talking about? I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. I think if people ask you we if you're going to have kids. People ask you if you have kids, and if you say no, they ask you if you're going oh, to. When and I think that's sort to. of like, well, it's none of your business, really. You right, know? right. Well, I don't think it's rude to say, do you want them? Mm-hmm. Like if they're like, oh, do you guys have kids? Mm -hmm. Which is a which is an okay question because you're just taking information, right? Like how many people live in your household, like a census taker. <laughs> and then the second <laughs> half of that is, do you want them? But then you're stepping into the territory of yes, I desperately want them. Yeah. But I've been unable to make that happen. Yes. That's make basically that a reality. what you're asking. I guess you're too asking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's no rocky good place. <laughs> There's like, but I'm it's a, can find no purchase. It's a fine line because you want to get to know somebody, but you mm -hmm. don't want to overstep or make somebody feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so you have to try way. to. I wit maybe. What is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on kids? I guess could you say that? Oh, that's what a are great your thoughts? way to say it. Oh, do you have kids? Oh, no? what what are your guys? Where do you guys stand? Where do you guys stand on? Where do you stand on it? Stand seems like you have. Or is it just I, something you don't need to ask? And just if someone yeah. wants to offer it up, they can offer it up. Then, there you go, Amanda. Yeah, I think then, you hit the nail on the head. To be honest, I looked it up. I know it's a weird thing to look up, but you know what? Amanda's right. There are all these articles online from people who are vehemently opposed to having children and people that have tried very hard to have children and have struggled with infertility. And they all say, just don't fucking ask. <laughs> I feel like I have a thing where I sometimes worry that people think that I don't care because I'm not asking. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. I well, never I, <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't ask people. Like I, um, you know, I went out with somebody... On a, on a date the other night who's in AA and I didn't ask him 
what about to, his what, history what happened and what, to you what happened to you yeah why are you damaged <laughs> what was your bottom but i totally would have loved <laughs> to, to listen if you wanted to talk sure. about it but and he didn't offer he didn't he just said yeah I, I, he even told you i'm in aa or did he say i don't drink or something like how did AA. oh i'm working the program i'm in aa sure I'm doing the steps sure 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 I, I just, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think you just have to invite sharing by sharing yourself. And if someone doesn't take the bait, you get the hint, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's true. Amanda for the win again. I mean, that's a great way to do it. If you want people to share, share with them first. I think it's I okay do. to ask, do you have kids? But if somebody says no, I think you do not have any followers. Well, because then, they, cause then they might have had a kid that died mm -hmm. or they could yeah. have like had a you know there's a lot and now it's a ghost in their house <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you have any then, ghost kids oh, do you have any ghost defensive question yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean i think if you're on a date off. with someone you do want to know what their bottom was so. oh my gosh <laughs> well you know we didn't need to do you get know what there. I'm saying? <laughs> was there a second is there a second that was a second date oh see that mm. needs to no, 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 that no. should have come out mm. but you know what i did tell him on our date yeah that I'm pregnant. Oh! Uh, <laughs> well, I already knew this information because I ran did? into you oh, on the reservoir. I told you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it was just like two weeks ago. You were like, yeah. I'm three days pregnant. <laughs> Molly, on the on the way over here, Molly called me being like, they don't know I'm pregnant. I didn't say so it like I'm that. Gonna, you, no, you did. You said, I'm, but don't tell Amanda. What? Do you not remember Amanda? This? You said don't tell Amanda because I'm going to tell her on the. Oh my gosh. Oh, that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was on my way to your house. That's hilarious. <laughs> Molly is telling. So everyone. you're telling people, she telling them brain. not to tell anyone. She's telling everybody. She's Listeners, by the way, do not fucking tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you know paul yeah oh. well i told him you didn't tell me not to tell paul no, I we have no secrets about other people <laughs> which if you like tell a married couple no something secrets. if you tell a married couple something you have to kind of like yeah, yeah. specify i think i probably like, do not tell your hoped you told paul okay <laughs> I you just said don't tell him in and I didn't right yeah, she did not tell me okay good, good. yeah she would have really had to go out of her Thank way to tell God. me I told Janie before I told you you bitch <laughs> I'm gonna like never what, like one hour before <laughs> yeah like, but, does that even count but still Molly <laughs> that's low sorry maybe Janie should take you to your ultrasound on oh, 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 snap. oh. Janie, are you free on Monday? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Fine. We got one of those machines here. Do you need one? $75 on Amazon. That's why I, I think you should tell someone you're going on a date with, like, heads up, I'm preg. Heads and pregs. <laughs> Just like before you get too into this situation, right. there's another situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming along. Yeah, I mean, he asked what the podcast was about on the first date, and I said, well, that's a How second date question. I did not know what the podcast was about. <laughs> well, because I didn't did tell him. He doesn't Google. I told him what? not to Google it. Oh, <laughs> but did you tell him the title of it? Because then he's no. dumb if he doesn't know. No, I didn't tell him anything. He didn't know my last name. You said name. I have a, a secret. Date. Okay, okay. I don't know how things work anymore because no, I'm. He just had my first name and I met him. We didn't even Wait, have so no phone numbers. Wait, so when you numbers. go out with someone on Tinder, you can't Google them before? You can if you get their information. Whoa, this guy was cool with no information. But I, well, that's I the know, way it works. I, yeah. I mean, it you, is? Well, yeah, uh -uh, you get to know Google, each other. Uh -uh. You get to know each other on the date. I, I even have an audition. Like, I Google the 10 people that are listed in the room, look up their social media. Sure. Really? That's a different yes. Situation. That's why you book them. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but now, between the first and second date, uh -huh. he did not look up 
No, he texted and said, I, just so you know, I haven't looked up your podcast yet. By the way, that's a lie. He totally looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, once he got your last name, like, I'm sorry. Like, he didn't have my last name. Even after the first date, no. you were still just Molly. He yes. just put Molly secret podcast into Google. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I had had a first date with someone and only knew their first name, by the end of the night, I would have enough clues to find the, their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, <laughs> everything. Like well, their mug shots. Like I go deep. <laughs> Seriously, I've looked up much. Because on Tinder, well, you have pictures. Mm-hmm. Molly, you would be a like very fun image search because, because the yeah. so many different things would come up. Yes. I would be I would be psyched. I would be like, who is this? This is exciting. <laughs> there's there's articles about me being on The Bachelor. Yeah. See? Having the a sperm podcast. Team. There's the sperm podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you one. don't think he's looked? I mean, I'm I'm actually worried well, I don't about care. his level of curiosity in terms <laughs> of a partner. This Just drink. <laughs> oh I'm my not. gosh! What if he listens now, Paul? Come on! I'm kidding around. Look, I have an irreverent <laughs> sense of humor, <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna need it in recovery. Paul. <laughs> well, depending. <I'm> <laughs> because Molly, you know these two are flipping the script on you. I know. What you the haven't hell? even gotten. <laughs> you haven't even asked them one single question. They this flipped. This is Amanda it. doing her producer job. <laughs> Flip the script and they're running with it. I don't it. want to talk about the date anymore. <laughs> All right, Molly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about you guys, okay? Oh, oh that's going to be fun. Well, okay. we stopped dating in 2010. That's not. And we made let it. me okay. ask the first question. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's the TGIF over here. Yeah. They're okay. already. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> they're having too much fun. <laughs> I want to know how'd you guys meet? Mutual friends. Mutual friends. I feel like we were the last people to meet through mutual friends. Through mutual friends. Because it was 2003. I was part of a. I was there to meet a guy. I was part of a regular group of people that would meet on Sundays, like in the early evening. What is that? Is that an hour house? Is Is there an insect in here? From your phone, Molly. Oh. Oh my god, it's my Oh my god, it's oh Amanda. Oh my god, plug your ears. <laughs> what is that? It's my damsel in defense. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just in case you didn't hear that, it was she said it's her damsel in defense. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's like if someone's uh. attacking you on the street at night. Oh my god. I, that's never gone off like that uh. before. That's, that's weird. so crazy. Like, how oh, but you know what? It is. <laughs> it's disruptive and jarring. And if someone were coming at you on the street, that is a good noise. It really it's is. It's a real podcast Because it's stopper. like a weird, like. Is <laughs> <laughs> something in your I purse being attacked? I believe that. That is wild. <laughs> a miniature damsel. A pack of miniature. tissues being <laughs> assaulted that in there. So it's always like this, right? Yeah. Every episode? Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, okay, you and a bunch of. I was part of a group that met every Sunday to like have a drink before the week began. We would like meet at like <laughs> it was tough. five o'clock or whatever. Coming up on Monday. Yeah. And it was nice. We would just like hang around and talk and catch up and everything. And, and I, I did kinda... not know that Janie had mutual friends in this group. Yeah. And I kind of fake dated one of them. <laughs> which I did not know at the time. Oh. I was there to meet him. I was second shift. Yes. So the, what so, does that mean? Well, that means he was waiting for all of us to leave, and then he so was going to stay there. Day, his evening with me. And then have his uh, hookup and I, with my I, wife. 
like, oh, this is still going on. And of course, everyone stayed for like another fucking hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't calculate things very well. Yeah. But I was very struck by Janie when she came in. I was on my way out and I, I stopped and I stayed. Oh, my goodness. And then we talked for a bit and we exchanged. And he's like, I want to take you on a date. I'm like, I'm dating like five guys right now. And like, <laughs> this is a real condensation because <laughs> we went on a date that she later insisted that she didn't realize was a date. I didn't totally know. It's like we're total strangers. We just <laughs> met. And you thought you were just hanging out? We're both straight. <laughs> Why do you think, oh, it's time to make some new friends? That was a crazy date, by the way. Because we a ended, date. went to the Snow White Cafe, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> which is on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Is it still there? I think it is. And by the way, that was not our first, like, we didn't start dating until like two years later. Oh. That's true. Yeah. How come? Well, I was like seeing the this first guy. time was a bad time for Janie. Yeah. Oh, and then the second time was a bad time for Paul because then he mm. moved to London for four months to do this job. And as soon as he got back from London, I was like, I think we should be together. And he was like, um, I just spent four months in London and I don't want to be with anyone. <laughs> and good, I was good like, good job being ah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, fine. And then like another year went by and then we were like hanging out. And then you were like, I think we should be together. Yeah. And I was like, I just decided I didn't want to be with anyone. <laughs> and um, and then like some chick was like hitting on him at this Halloween party. And I was like, oh, hell no. There you go. And I was like, OK, we're together. There we're together. You go. <laughs> What's funny is that to this day, you will not believe this, but that girl was not hitting on me at all. <laughs> she was a hanger honor type. She was miserable because somebody told her that she looked <laughs> pregnant and she was not pregnant. Aww. That's the worst. Okay. That is the worst. Wait. Which is a weird come on if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's another instance where the internet says to never, ever, ever ask. Never ask a woman if she's pregnant. Not even if she, if she looks nine months pregnant. Not even if there's a baby's head coming out of her vagina. Don't ask. It's a loaded question. She may have just had a miscarriage. She may have just given birth. She may have given birth two years ago. She may just be overweight. It's just, I swear, just don't ask. Trust me on this. Wait till she brings it up first. She was just trying to like manipulate your emotions mm. to like take care of her and soothe her in the middle of this ginormous like See, fun what, party. What I remember is she looked genuinely shocked it had just happened and she looked like bowled over that this had happened to her. She well, was not, I can't help she's not her, even looking at me. I can't help her resilience level. That's like, that's everyone true, has honey. to sort that's of work true. on that on their own. And Very that's not true. your responsibility. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So <laughs> she, she dragged me into a room and made out with me. Oh, Oh, Jamie did. Yeah. I thought you meant the woman that might've looked pregnant. No, that fat. So she was oh, heading no. that way. <laughs> she was on her way. Paul was the one who told her she might look pregnant. I'm just so, yeah. Guys, I'm full of piss and vinegar today. I don't know what's going on. You sure really are. I'm just, I'm just happy you're here. <laughs> so you dragged so, him into a room and made out with him. And that was and in that 2005. Was and then and then we used to fight all, like our first couple years of dating. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, fight absolutely. all the time. Because he was like a bachelor and I was like a bachelorette. And like we were very like into our like... You're both very well. I don't know about you as much, but you are very opinionated and out. set in your ways. I am super opinionated. What did you just say? Nothing. <laughs> um, I'm super. I'm a super opinionated, and like, I was. I just have like certain ideas about things. We're both that way, 
And I think I that think you're more tolerant of like well, other I've, groups. I've been forced to be. <laughs> but I think that I think that we, I think that at well, that, like, at we've the been time, living alone. Like yeah, we had both been like, on our own for a long right. time. Like, by the time we got, it was just like hard to merge our lives. Yeah, and yeah. I think we were kind of resistant to it. And then finally, he, which I wasn't even expecting when you asked me to move in with you, like two. It was like two years in or were like, you not really? I don't know. We lived really close by, and it was cool. That's true. We we at one point ended up living across the street from each other, like kitty corner from each other. That's fun. It made things very easy because so you had your own space, but then you could just go across the street and you know shower and change. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So early on, did you guys talk about kids? Yeah. Nope. Well, <laughs> Honestly, though, we didn't. We Don't you never think it was had... like a philosophical, like, and you know, maybe like one day we should have kids. Like, wasn't there like? No, so... I don't think there was. In the early days, I don't think we had any full-on discussions of is this something that you want. I think that it was always kind of. We were both on the fence. This is funny because I feel like I feel like we had we did talk about it. We never talked about maybe but the way it's I talk we... about it is all always like. I don't know. Yeah, we're, it was like a it was like a lofty like. Yeah, I like think I'm it, gonna get a like I'm gonna have a boat one day or something like, like that. It was well, like that. it was never, but we never had a talk about like weighing the pros and cons and stuff like that. It was always like not I, until we were married. We just said I don't know for and the longest we time. Married. We got married saying I don't know, mm-hmm. but leaning towards no. And then after we'd been married for a few years, well, we Paul just, was like he hit me. He was like basically like. <laughs> that, listen this is like we we don't want this <laughs> <laughs> he hypnotized you i feel like no i How feel like you after guys got, when you got married i was 37 and he was 41 i don't know why but there was a lot <laughs> going on in the world well, but that's of course that's a factor you know when we got married yeah. like right after the financial crash like i mean there was just a lot going on in the world like there yeah. you know it, it was not like this world is awesome and you know, like we're in the perfect yeah. place to have them. Yeah. Do you think Do that you your think? Um, artistic careers w- was a huge um, influence on whether or not yes. you wanted it? One hundred percent. Because totally. our lives already our lives already felt chaotic. Like we can't even have like, a dog. Yeah. Because we don't know from week to week what our schedules are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it was sort of like, oh, was this fair to? not be able to devote the kind of like you know attention and routine to a, like bringing up a child i mean that's personally like that was a big big factor for me like if yeah. we had a more traditional life where it was like oh i work i schedule. can work anyway i can work anywhere like i know i'm a nurse and i i can get a job anywhere and, and like you know I, where your next paycheck yeah and i from. and i know like oh i can live near my mom mm-hmm. and my mom can look after you know but it's like oh well i can't even like commit to like my friend want to have lunch and i was like i think i can do that on wednesday i'm going to pencil it in Right. But I'm on call right, like, right, right. for acting. So at any moment, you know, it's also change. I, like we knew. I, th- I feel like we knew ourselves and we knew that uh, there, there's the idea that 
and I've heard this from uh, from all my my friends who have kids is that you're never really ready. It's like it's a it's a huge thing that you either do or you don't. It's not there's never going to be some perfect time where you say Mm -hmm. now's the time we're going to do this and it's going to be easy, you Mm -hmm. know. And so I felt like we for sure knew that it just wasn't in the cards for us. I think too also like not so there's that external thing right of like these are our lives we lead these fun funny unpredictable (laughs) lives but then then there's the second half of it which is who are we like what is our temperament Mm -hmm. are we the kind of people that could bring a child into this unpredictability and and feel comfortable with the chaos and I don't think that either Paul and I had the upbringing where we are fine with creating chaos anymore because like he basically came from a household where he was one of six kids mm-hmm. and um and I think it's okay to say like your parents like there was a rockiness oh yeah their, their marriage been was, open their marriage that. was over but they lived in the same house oh, and that was the case for as long as I could remember so like he they was always like on other. edge like in his household and I come from like the the flip side of that but the similar type of chaos where I blended into a family my parents are divorced so I had two different families that I blended into and so there was a constant chaos and I have step siblings and all that and Mm -hmm. step parents and stuff and so I think by the time we started like setting up our own lives like it was very clear that we uh appreciated a, a constancy and a quietude where if we had been sort of like when our nervous systems developed fine with that, I think it's, you know, yeah, bring a kid in. I mean, I, I know plenty, I have a lot of actress friends that have kids and, and, and their yeah, lives are unpredictable or whatever and they make it work. Yeah. But like, I just don't want to live that way. And he doesn't mm-hmm. want to live that way. Yeah. And, and my, my biggest fear, I think at least one of us would have to want to live that way Yeah. in order to mm-hmm. say, okay, yeah. you know what? You know, da da, but like, no way. Like, we're both too. We need, like, yeah. yeah. I yeah. for me, my biggest fear is being a bad parent. Oh, you know, and I feel like although I have a lot of love to give, I know that there are still to this day. There's still like, you know, I have a lot of anger in me, and I get frustrated, and I, I, the idea of being the kind of parent that I did not enjoy mm-hmm. to somebody else um, makes me feel sick inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that's, that's not where I'm coming from, but I think that's valid. And, that, but that's surmountable. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to raise yeah. a family, that's surmountable. Yeah, yeah. But I almost feel like I should have, you know, it's like work I should have done on myself way sooner than I did <laughs> <laughs> in order to be caught up enough mm-hmm. to be a dad, you mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. Yeah, it scares, it scares me. It really like, scares me. Like to me, me, like I feel like we are living in a, a, such an age of privilege, like where we're able to decide. Yeah, we don't want to have children. You know, there are ways to prevent that, mm-hmm. or we do want to have children. Maybe it's hard. There are ways to come about it. You know, and so I think you have to really stop and think, like lifestyle-wise, how you you know, like because we are living in this age of privilege, like we should take advantage and really think about whether or not you want to make the decision. Mm-hmm. That's just just how I feel about yeah. it. Do you feel like people have respected that choice um, or have there been like, how do people react to it? <laughs> well, now we're old, so old. They understand. They understand. We never really there's got There's not a thing. I don't feel like we ever got social pressure from people that we knew. What about parents? Did you? 
Yeah, there was light social pressure by by some people that have kids. Mm-hmm. Because they are well, that's what I mean. Yeah, by the, the ones that have them, never they only because they want to commiserate. They want to commiserate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there had never been social like if anything, the social pressure from my friends that don't have them were like, please don't, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. You know, but like. but but also the people that it's not just commiseration, but of course they have this experience that is so deep to them yeah. that they yeah. can't imagine that somebody else wouldn't want to have this experience. Which I I completely understand that that way of thinking like well, I get talk it. to them when their kids like 14 oh I'm going to <laughs> I set a fucking reminder on my phone yeah <laughs> totally I'm gonna visit all of them it's gonna yeah. be like a Christmas carol exactly we're old enough to have friends actually to have friends that have teenagers and yeah. like we go to dinner with them and they're like ugh, like can't even you know whatever <laughs> we're also old enough to have friends that have like grown kids that are out of the house and stuff and are they it's happy? Like, so happy. I'm really They're scared so of that happy. empty nest thing. I mean, I, I haven't even had the baby yet. Oh <laughs> That's a long time from what now. What if that was your biggest fear? My biggest fear is empty nest. Oh, I can't. I dread that day. <laughs> a thing that I've noticed about myself recently, though, yeah. is that I, I have very strong paternal feelings that I push onto my younger friends. Like there's oh. people, there's people that I work oh, with, the Earwolf or whatever. Paternal. I like that. Yeah. That's and it's like cool. kids that are in their twenties or whatever. And I feel like, oh, this is the sweet spot for me is to be the father of grown children. Yeah. <laughs> I can so I can be it. like proud of them. <laughs> I could also, you guys are very, and maybe Paul specifically, I think you too, Janie, like you guys like love kids and like babies. Yeah. And, like, oh yeah. Paul's always texting Paul loves us like babies. fat babies and like <laughs> you love, love animals. Like you I are like a lover yeah. of these things it's you know so in a way and you have you both have nieces right or no oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Nephews, he's got a ton i grew up with a oh, ton he has of great he has nieces great and nephews niece. and yeah i'm a i'm a great uncle oh my yeah. god yeah wow yeah. what does yeah. that mean your that means my are... nieces and nephews are having kids of their own now okay. wow. are you yeah. the youngest of the six no he's one more five. after me he's i'm number best. five i'm the youngest of a big brood too how many how many uh, five from my mom and dad and then my dad had two before he married my mom so there's oh, seven wow. but the two oldest weren't in the house when I was a kid right. so well, were they much older or 20 years older wow yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he had two kids and then he was like you know what I'm gonna mm. do this again this time <laughs> and like a lot of times <gasps> I don't, well my mom says none of us were on purpose <laughs> they're they're a very fertile family. Wait, five times, not on purpose. Like five. She says accidents. each one of us was a different type Were of birth control. Like Catholic, Catholic. <laughs> no, Catholic. is she is she kidding around? You're Catholic. No, she's serious. No. Each one was so a different. No, she's like sponge, diaphragm, pill, and none of it worked. Weed. Not that that's. Weed. But she's like she like didn't. If we, get high, if we get high enough, we can't have a baby. <laughs> like, for real, she tried not to have a kid five no. times, and yeah. she had a kid five times. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. fertile. She wasn't didn't pay attention, and she was busy. She had a lot of other kids to worry about. True. <laughs> True. Wow. That is, uh, that's a lot of work to not be, like, Look on board like for wanting it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she must have deep down. Maybe my kind of dad was poking it. holes in things. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like him. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> and where do they live? They live in Westchester County, New York. Oh, okay. On they're really farm. cute. They have um the they're thirteen years age difference. Mm, or twelve. Twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is what Matt and I have. So oh. I it's oh. cute. Because oh, yeah. they're both like very active still. Yeah, they're and, great. Yeah. I mean, that's nice. My mom's seventy six and my dad's no wait. Yeah, my mom's seventy six and my dad's like, eighty eight. Super wow. active still. 
Yeah, he's less active this year, but uh, up until a year or two ago, he and my mom were both doing world rowing championships. That's amazing. <laughs> that's inc- wow. You've got some genes, man. Yeah. That's yeah. some. They're great. You should pass those on. Thank you. Because like science <laughs> should study that. Uh, yeah. Like that's like awesome. You should give your baby to science. <laughs> like I can't oh. row. <laughs> I'm not in my 80s. You could row. You could row. Okay. You could row. Well, it's not that hard. What if okay. we started doing world rowing We don't live near a body of water really. I mean. LA River. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Uh. Maybe. You guys should definitely start it's doing like a, a team ditch. sport together. Yeah, we should. Like, we were oh, invi- Martin and Melissa just started. Um, what's that called? We were curling. invited to. We were invited to start curling with my friend. Curling is a thing that when I first saw it in the Olympics, I was like, maybe I could do that, <laughs> and maybe I could be in the Olympics. Like, <laughs> I was looking at these guys, and I I'm like, see it. She, I mean, right? really, yeah. It didn't it seem like it was impossible. Of, like, no. what if you could? Like and then when team. I was finally invited to do yeah. it, I was like, no. <laughs> Who wants to be in Did the you try it? Have you tried it? I haven't tried well, it. Well, first of all, it's in Valencia. Okay, yeah. And second of all, it's on Sunday nights at like nine. That's oh, too much. no, 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 no. And then third of all, it's cold. <laughs> so, like, yeah. they have to wear like coats inside. <gasps> so, all of those things were not like hitting. <laughs> the and you don't get time. a lot of exercise out of it. I could see you getting really sore quads. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> you have to like bend over. And, or you like, get a bad back if you're the, if you're the sweeper. I don't know. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I and they, they haven't I still won. might do it. They haven't won point. a tournament yet, but they're going they're trying. <laughs> I remember just to get back to the kid thing. <laughs> Thanks. If I may. Thanks, Doc. I, I remember um, a while. It was maybe a couple of years ago or maybe not that long. But I was talking to Janie about it. And this came up for some reason. I think we were talking about you guys maybe getting a cat or something. Like there was one point where you were considering a pet. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, Janie was like, well, we don't have kids because, you know, our lifestyles and we like to travel a lot. But I always feel like, well, we better actually do these things then. Like, oh, do you I guys do feel, that way. feel pressure because you don't have kids to like leave the house? Yes. And I tell you something. Do you feel? I don't feel pressure. I feel like we, I feel like we are good about doing stuff like that, but not out of a sense of we must do this. I feel like we're good about realizing that we have the type of lives where we can pick up and do things do at something. a moment's notice. Yeah. I mean, and also because of work and stuff, we get to travel a lot. Yeah. You know. I guess I feel a little like I guess the pressure maybe is not the right word, but like uh, uh, or obligation maybe or like awareness. Awareness maybe. Mm. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just in your mind somewhere that like oh we can do this maybe we should do this at some point. Yeah. I but I felt that way when I lived in New York City about living in New York City mm-hmm. like where I was like. <laughs> I'm sitting a day and I'm not going to the freaking Metropolitan Museum. Like what? <laughs> like I live in the like New York. Like I have to get out and do something. I mean, I feel that way sometimes here in L.A. too, where I'm like, it's sunny like all year long. Why am I not going driving to the beach or what? You know, so yeah. I guess just like my nature is to feel a little bit uh, guilty about <laughs> the options I have. Mm-hmm. Right. We're good if about, I, I think, making at least at least once a year. We'll do a road trip that's just us. We'll go someplace that's just us. Yeah, like like well, even if our, it's just Palm Springs. Well, our anniversary you know? is coming up next month. That's true. And uh, where did we go last year? Oh, we went to Palm Springs last year. Yeah, the Parker. Is that where? Yeah, you we stayed? did. So oh my nice. god, we did. We went to the Parker. <laughs> that was a splurge. But yeah. so what's the, on the docket this year? We don't have a we plan now. The year before, we went to Santa Barbara. We went to Santa Barbara on the train. We took the train, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll, we like to we'll go to the desert. We're else. not very exciting because we mm. every time we're like, let's just go to the desert. <laughs> There's always, oh, hi. 
That's true. Or Big Sur. Well, we've never been to Big Sur. Oh, oh you right. got to go to Big Sur. Oh, it's so great. But so is that beautiful. a weekend thing or is that no, like longer? It's a long drive. That's what I thought. Uh, it's Have like you ever a been to Hicksville? Drive? No. Hicksville. Where is it's, that? It's, it's a real near place? Joshua Tree. It's basically a bunch of fancy um, Airstream trailers that are decked out in different themes. Around, oh, that's fun. In a circle around a pool. And there's about eight of them. And you can get a whole group of people together. I think together. the hussies. I think fun. the hussies. That sounds there. like something they would do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my friend the hussies. I've never heard of this. I would like to check it out. I've never been, but I've always wanted to go. Do you guys want to invite me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you like to join us on our nine-year anniversary? <laughs> uh, Why not? It's fun. Right. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. What Wait. do you think, Amanda? Mm. Should we? Have more? Kids? Should you have should kids, we have or should we do more fun things? No, I think you guys really live your lives. I yeah, think we, we do. do? Oh, yeah. You're always feel too. like a lazy bum. No, no, no. From my, no. as far what? as I know, you guys, I see you out a lot. Like, that you're always, true. you know, you have a lot I to do right. as far as, like, you also work a lot, but then you also have to go to premieres and, you know, you'll <laughs> step out on the town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we do a little stepping out. But I, I saw you around the reservoir. The Molly, I'm a, the, our listeners do not know that Molly and I do run into each other quite Quite a bit at the same auditions. Mm-hmm. Same auditions. 200 South La Brea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know about your Aldi commercial because I listened to your podcast yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what? I forgot. What? That I talked about that on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the listeners, Janie has a podcast called Janie and Aaron. Is it Aaron? Yes. Does Hollywood. That's right. We have an... It was very fun. I yeah. really liked it. Is that you singing and playing music? Oh, no. That's Kat Parsons. That sounds like She's you. She's a singer-songwriter. What? It sounds I like you. I wish it were me. Because I think Kat I is an amazing singer. I think it's you. Oh, that would be amazing. I think they do. <laughs> I need to I learn how to. I never thought about that. I need to learn how to I... sing like Kat Parsons because she has like oh such gosh. a great voice. I thought and it was I just you. learn about it. Learn how. Do you well, think I can? What? Do you think I can learn how to sing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, took yeah. singing lessons for a little bit. And Aww. I used to love hearing you practice your song. You did? Yeah, what I song? Did. What? Uh-uh. Yeah. I had no idea. I, 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 was, learning, I, learned, I was practicing on um, the song by the Civil Wars, mm-hmm. if I didn't know better. I, but I'd never No, that's wrote. not the one. <laughs> Feels like home to me. Oh, I think I was just singing that. I thought that was the song you were working. On. I think I just liked that song, the Bonnie Raitt version. You liked it really for a good. while, then. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good song. Can you guys sing over it? And I over again. Again. Paul can sing. Can both of you sing the song for me? Actually, Paul can sing. I want you both to sing that song Paul for me. Paul can sing, but I want you both to sing that song for me. I only know the chorus. I don't know what it is. Feels like home. It's yeah. from the musical Chess. Sing it, isn't it? <laughs> What? No. It's didn't not Randy Newman write it? <laughs> For chess. He didn't write chess? <laughs> I don't even know what chess is. By the way, I've never seen that. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Here's the song Let's from see. chess. Bangkok, Oriental City. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> from chess. That's the song I it's practiced. It's Tim Rice. That was uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's former partner. Feel so what musical is it from? I don't, I don't know that it's from a musical. <laughs> What's it called? Feels Like Feels Home. Feels Like Home. <laughs> oh. Sorry, so, I just remembered yeah. something. Do you want to take some singing lessons with no. me? No. You don't. <laughs> no, I just remembered that originally when I was going to have you guys on here, I hadn't chosen a donor yet. That's and I was right. going to ask if Paul would be a donor. That's right. <gasps> Remember? Oh, my God. What did it entail? The, uh, Get a like, jerk off into a tube. <laughs> into, the bathroom, in the bathroom, into a cup. Not into, into a, a tube. Into a cup. But like, uh, and then into I a test tube. Into a cup. Into a turkey baster. 
Mm-hmm. And no, she had to squeeze it. In the cup, it. then I would put it in a syringe. Right. And then put it in. Right. But it would do like three times a month, uh, three times around the time that I'm ovulating. And so Which the is idea once that a month. All of this. Yes, has but three times. Oh, so you have three to jerk times. Off three times in, in, a, in a matter of two days. And and it has to. It can't be like <laughs> I'll do this at home and I'll send you the sample. It's got to be like Fast-ish. immediate. Right. You know, right, within right. forty-five minutes. That increases your chances. Is that the idea? Yeah, I mean, the longer the sperm is exposed to the elements, the long the it dies. The yeah, it's like when you dies. drive the car it's off the lot. It's basically why, like. <laughs> If you are opposed to abortion, you shouldn't ever masturbate. <laughs> what? That's exactly right. Pro-life that's means pro-life. Just, that's exactly what I was just saying. That's right. I'm saying if you're pro-life, then like guys need to like keep it. The sin in. of Onan, you should not spill your seed upon the ground. Oh, I have an update on the song. Um, written by Randy Newman for his musical Faust. That's what I meant. Faust. Right. Faust, in which Bonnie Raitt sung it. Yeah, she oh. sure did. She sung it in the musical. That's what my phone says. Bonnie Raitt is like, okay, yeah. she's like, I got us. She sure is. She's like my girl. She's like my thing. And how did it go? It was like, feels, feels like, like home to me. Feels like home yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. Keep going. That's home. really high key. Feels like home Drop to it down. Me. That's way high key. Drop it for she's her. Like, feels like home to me. Get your hand away from your mouth. Do it, girl. <laughs> do it with her, girl. I can't. I'm not telling you to take my lessons. <gasps> you guys are so cute. I'm gonna take my lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this song. Sounds nice. It's a good song. Do you want to hear really it? Right it's now. very sweet. <laughs> sure. Do you know what song always gets me, and I think is very underrated? What? It's the, um, what? What? Is when it? Somebody Loved Me from Toy Story 2 oh. that Randy Newman wrote. Yes. You know so that one, right? I don't yeah. know it. How's it go? such a good How's song. How's it go? When somebody loved me, everything was beautiful. Every hour we spent together lives within my heart. I've never heard it's, that song oh, in my life. Oh, it's so good. You've never seen the Toy Story trilogy? No. <laughs> Who sang it? Like Sarah McLachlan, I think, sang Oh, yeah, I think oh, so. That's yeah. Good. yeah, that's it's nice. Be- it's a beautiful song. That's nice. It's a beautiful mm. song. That sounds good. Did um, you guys go to Lilith Fair? <laughs> Molly, I, before you no. get into that, we're I know, at an we gotta hour. Go, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how well, we end Yes, every <laughs> guest. Have you ever been to Lilith Fair? I, just I am like old enough, though, that this I the actually Lilith Fair section. did go to Lollapalooza. Like, I did, too. When I was 8, 17. You just get her started on Lilith Fair. You're never going <laughs> to shut her up. <laughs> they need to do Lilith Fair again. No, I never went to Lilith Fair. I'm I not. didn't either. I went to Lollapalooza. <laughs> I, I would go to Lilith see Fair. see Grateful Dead before Jerry died. That's you did? Mm. Yeah. I didn't. Oh. I'm, I'm bummed about that. I'm sorry. It's, Thanks. It's what you would think it was. <laughs> well, guys, it's exactly what you think I'm going to end now because Amanda looks... Look at her. I'm sorry. This is my <laughs> second podcast today. You know how it is. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I know exactly how Paula, it is. Paula, do you do podcasts? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Paul has a podcast called Freedom. That's true. That yeah. he does. Oh, yeah. It's coming what? back April 11th. But Scott isn't that one on one of those things where you have to pay? Because I uh, that's right, Miles. Wait, what is that? <laughs> it's a premium podcast. Oh, I thought that was the name of it was on your hat. No, <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on the space shuttle. It's on Stitcher Premium. Right, I don't have that. So how can I listen to it? You can listen to season one for free on iTunes. There Hell you go. Yes. Thank and God. Season Thank two God. will be Thank on God. because I like um, I love the three of you. And it's a lot of fun, and we're starting up again. Yeah, for season two. Okay, it's cool. a lot of three fun. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, a 
Spontaneous Nation and Super Ego. Spontaneous Nation, R.I.P. Oh, oh is it over? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jensen. You were going to have me on and then you ended it. I did. Well, I didn't, look. You to keep you out. I didn't know I was going to see you again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you should come to my auditions. You'd see her all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so we have funny. to get out of here. My Do you have anything other than your podcast you want to give a shout out to? That's a good question, Molly. <laughs> no. Good. I don't think I do. <laughs> at the mo, at the mo. Amanda, do you have anything you want to shout out? Um, yeah, follow at Erio's Network. Oh, Erio's launching network eventually. This yeah. spring. This happy spring. spring, everybody. Happy spring, everybody. It's spring has sprung. We love you so much. Thanks for having us. I didn't say thank you. <laughs> yes, you did. I think did you I? did. You started to. Thank you, you Paul you and Janie. To. You guys are so great. This is wonderful, and you are so wonderful together. <laughs> You're We're so very adorable. Cute. They're fun on podcasts together and we in real life gosh. too, but it shines. Oh my in, gosh. In I wish audio. the listeners could <laughs> see how you look at each other and gently touch each other's arms every Aww. now and again. You do it a lot. Yeah, they're doing it right now. <laughs> Jamie's <laughs> making up for lost time over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cave I'm man. like pawing. pawing. <laughs> Molly, thanks for having us on. Congratulations. We're very happy for thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we'll see you soon. Are you going to name the baby Janie? Yes. If you have a a boy, a good name is Paul F. Hockey. Paul F. If you're going to have a girl, RuPaul F. Hockey. <laughs> what does the F stand for? Friend? Friend, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? I wish it did. It's Francis. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's Francis. Friend is a good first Friend name. Friend is a good first Friend name. Hockey? No, I don't like it. <laughs> that sounds very, very pilgrimy. Unless he's going to become a skateboarder. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Love what just you. Happened? Everyone turned on me. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like home to me. Feels like home. Thank you so much, Paul and Janie, for being my guests and for distracting everybody from the first half of this episode. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. If you want to reach me, email me at spermcast at gmail.com. Leave me a message or text me at 323-741-1818. Or follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at spermcast. If you want to be a Patreon subscriber, I fully support you. Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. I will be posting a little deleted scene from Janie and Paul's interview. The video of the ultrasound is already up there, and next week you'll be the first to hear after I have my ultrasound on Monday. Okay, that's it for the show. Have a fabulous week, and remember, don't ask anybody if they're pregnant or why they don't have kids. Except me, you can always ask me anything. Okay, bye. Love you. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. Gay, straight, black, white. Tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.